Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show here for Saturday, December 30th. Back with some more college basketball action here for today. Got a pretty decent slate of games on tap for this one, so we'll jump into all of that here in a second. Quickly, though, before we do, if you haven't already checked out Dub Club, go get subscribed. Get early ad-free access to all of the YouTube uploads. You can get Dub Club notifications every single time that I post my picks. Access to the Discord server and, of course, my recommended unit size. So use code CHRIS3 at checkout to get your first three months for the price of one. Only $19.99 when you sign up today. And as always, I truly appreciate all you guys who have signed up. Without you, none of this would be possible. So thank you all so much. And let's jump into today's show. Now, we start out today's show with Hofstra taking on St. John's for Hofstra coming to this game as the 207th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. St. John's is the 50th overall team. On the offensive side of things, St. John's gets the advantage here in this one. 28th overall will Hofstra, the 154th overall team. Hofstra has also struggled a little bit more defensively. 256th overall, St. John's, the 84th overall team here coming into this game and you know overall for Hofstra have not been a terrible team by any means here this season have had some decent performances certainly um, and they've shot the ball pretty well a 56.3 effective field goal percentage on the year 37.5 percent from beyond the arc and they're a top five team in the country when it comes to free throw shooting which always scares me when I'm going on the other side of things when teams can shoot the free throws that well um, but it's not like St. John's has been a bad team this year obviously the expectations for this St. John's team with Rick Pitino coming Coming in, we're just wildly probably higher than they necessarily should have been. And obviously, you know, we have this game here sprinkled inside of Big East play. So it's going to be an interesting one for him, um, certainly in this contest. But overall, St. John's have shot the ball well this season, a 50.7 effective field goal percentage on the air. They themselves are hitting 35.5% from beyond the arc. And on the defensive side of things, St. John's has certainly been the better team Uh Really across the board, there are some areas where, you know, Hofstra hasn't been bad, but overall Hofstra giving up a 49.1 effective field goal percentage on the year and has struggled from the perimeter, allowing 36.3% from beyond the arc. Now, St. John's isn't great out there either, giving up 35%, but are slightly better. They're also only allowing a 47 effective field goal percentage on the year, and certainly St. John's has had the tougher strength of schedule here to start the season, but even outside of shooting, even outside of all that, St. John's has done a couple of other things really well. Not terrible in the turnover department especially on the defensive end of the court do a really good job forcing turnovers which i think could be a problem for hostra in this game and st john's is also one of the best offensive rebounding teams in the entire nation here coming into this game an area where hofstra has certainly struggled both offensively and defensively um but you know overall st john's gonna have the advantage there so overall it's a st john's team that i do like i think if they can speed up tempo play a little bit faster style of basketball hostra likes to slow things down i think this is a game um, that St. John's can absolutely win, absolutely do it in big fashion, and I think they do so here. Taking St. John's over Hofstra here in this one. Now we head to Birmingham, Alabama here for this next one. Liberty taking on Alabama for Liberty. Coming to this game is the 45th overall team in the Hot Tibet Power Ranking. Alabama is the 33rd overall team on the offensive side of things. Alabama does get the edge in this game, third overall, while Liberty is the 38th overall team. But defensively, it is Liberty getting the advantage in this one. 61st overall, Alabama, the 109th overall team here entering this game. And, you know, Obviously, I was very high on this Alabama team last season, and Alabama, you know, in their own regard, has looked decently well this season, but they've kind of struggled when they've taken the steps up in competition, and yeah, they've played close games, certainly, but you would have loved to have seen them pull out a couple more wins during the non-conference schedule, and, and you know, this Liberty win 
for giving it to him already in this game um, would constitute as that and would certainly look good when we get to the end of the season and offensively speaking Alabama remains a very very strong team of 57.8 effective field goal percentage on the season and they're hitting 39.1 percent from beyond the arc I mean as far as offense goes it doesn't get a whole lot better than what Alabama has done but it's not like Liberty's been bad on the offensive end of the court they've been a fairly strong team as well have shot the ball decently well a 55.2 effective field goal percentage on the year and hitting 35.7 percent from beyond the arc now while they don't have near the strength of schedule that Alabama has. I mean, they did play Florida Atlantic, a win over Charleston, Wichita State, and like, not a terrible strength of schedule by any means for this Liberty team. Would have loved to have seen them get that win over Grand Canyon a few weeks ago, but nonetheless, Liberty has looked good, and they're, you know, a strong team defensively as well. I mean, pure shot defense-wise, granted, you got to give Alabama stats a little bit grain of salt because they have played the tougher strength of schedule but Liberty's been good only giving up a 48 effective field goal percentage and allowing 30.2 percent from beyond the arc Alabama on the other hand 51.3 effective field goal percentage and 33.6 percent from beyond the arc really the goal for Liberty in this game is going to be to slow things down because if that Alabama offense is running in transition and getting up down the court pushing tempo it's going to be a hard team to stop it's going to be a hard team to run with and it's going to be a hard game to keep up with but if Liberty can slow that down a little bit rely on their offense to make some shots you know give their defense an opportunity um to, to you know get some stops on the alabama side of things i do think it's a team in liberty that can keep this game close and keep it competitive i'm taking liberty here against alabama now we head to california for this next one as cal state northridge takes on long beach state for cal state northridge coming to this game as the 217th overall team in the hot Tibet power ranking long beach state is the 261st overall team on the offensive side of things long beach state gets the slight advantage here 260th overall while northridge the 264th overall team defensively though it's actually northridge with the edge here 183rd overall long beach state the 250th overall team entering this game overall you know for this cal state northridge team um has looked fairly strong here on the season you know don't have the toughest strength of schedule uh, maybe outside of that ucla game coming into this one but nonetheless have played decently well could be a little bit better on the offensive side of things only a 49.9 effective field goal percentage on the season and they're only hitting 28 percent from beyond the arc but one area that they've been extremely you know played well in is the rebounding department both on the offensive and defensive sides of things cal state northridge has been a very very strong team on the glass rebounding the basketball getting those second chance opportunities um, and stealing them away on the defensive side of things definitely an area to look at them here in this game because that's somewhere where long beach state has struggled a little bit here this season um you know even in their you know impressive games and in their impressive wins against usc and against michigan um you know this year but overall for long beach state have shot the ball a little bit better but they're still not a great shooting team a 50.8 effective field goal percentage on the season and hitting 31.5 percent from beyond the arc but i would like to see the long beach state defense play a little bit better only or give it up a 52.2 effective field goal percentage on the season and they're allowing 32.6 percent from beyond the arc i mean northridge has been right there with them a 47.6 effective field goal percentage on the season and only given up 32.4 percent from beyond the arc but really relying on that rebounding i think it's going to be a big big factor for this northridge team keeping it competitive and, and being able to keep it close and if they can do that well if they can find ways to slow down this long beach state team um and and, and rely on that to bring them some success i do think it's a csun team that could find some of their own success in this game and can keep this one competitive can keep it close i'm thinking cal state northridge here against long beach state
Now we head to Nashville here for this next one as Dartmouth takes on Vanderbilt for Dartmouth coming to this game as the 336th overall team in the hot tip of power ranking. Vanderbilt is the 117th overall team on the offensive side of things. Vanderbilt gets a pretty clear edge in this one. 65th overall Dartmouth, the 327th overall team defensively as well, though Vanderbilt has been a strong team. 179th overall, while Dartmouth, the 312th overall team here coming into this one. And as much as I have liked the Ivy League and well, Let's, let's take a step back. As good as the Ivy League has been this season, I haven't loved the Ivy League. Um, this Dartmouth team hasn't played nearly as well this season as some of their other counterparts in the Ivy League here this season. And, you know, it's not, you know, a knock on this Dartmouth team, but they just haven't found near the success that has, has you know, penetrated the rest of the league. And a lot of it comes on the offensive side of things. They just don't shoot the ball well. Only a 46.2 effective field goal percentage. They're only hitting 27.3% from beyond the arc. And a lot of that kind of, you know, compounds in itself when they can't pull down rebounds off the offensive glass. They're one of the worst offensive rebounding teams in the entire nation here this season and i'm not saying vanderbilt's a great team because they certainly haven't been you know they certainly aren't rattling off um a bunch of wins they're not going to go on some you know crazy streak here at sec play i mean heck there's a chance this vanderbilt team doesn't win an sec game all season if we're being completely honest but Vanderbilt's been all right shooting the basketball, a 46.8 effective field goal percentage, 29.6% from beyond the arc, but they do a much better job with those second chance opportunities in the turnover department and on the defensive side of things as well. Um, Vanderbilt has not been a bad team this season. I mean, really for Dartmouth in this game, I don't know what their keys to victory are going to be. Somehow they got to find a way to stop this Vanderbilt team from scoring. But more importantly, Dartmouth has just got to find a way to start scoring some points because if they can't score against a team like Vanderbilt going into this game, it's going to be a very, very long season for them. And really for both these teams, it's going to be a very long rest of the season. But um, as far as bad teams go, um, you know, Vanderbilt is certainly not a terrible one. Um, they've looked decent in some of their games here. And I think going up against Dartmouth at home in this game is a game that Vanderbilt is going to win pretty handedly. I'm taking Vanderbilt over Dartmouth here in this one. Now heading out to California for this next one. We got Yale taking on Santa Clara for Yale. Coming to this game is the 221st overall team in the hot tip power ranking. Santa Clara is the 142nd overall team. On the offensive side of things, both these teams have played fairly well here this season. Yale, the 109th overall team. Santa Clara, the 94th overall team. Defensively, though, Santa Clara gets a fairly big edge. 187th overall, while Yale, the 310th overall team here coming into this one. And, you know, for this Yale squad, um, have not been a terrible team by any means here this season. Haven't made or haven't been near as good as like, you know, the Princeton's of the world in the Ivy League. But as far as Ivy League teams go, Yale has been a strong team this season. Have played in some close games, have been a competitive team, but ultimately have found or have struggled to win basketball games here this season, which is obviously an important thing. But offensively speaking, Yale is still a good team. A 49.8 effective field goal percentage for them on the year, and they're hitting 34.5% from beyond the arc. Not to mention, Yale does a really good job not turning the basketball over um, on the offensive side of things. But on the other side of things for Santa Clara, they're a strong shooting team as well. Granted, Santa Clara has struggled a little bit against some of the better teams on their schedule here this season, but have a nice win on the neutral court over Oregon earlier in the year. And they themselves have shot the ball decently well this season. A 52.9 effective field goal percentage on the year, and they're hitting 34% from beyond the arc. Haven't been nearly as good as Yale in the turnover department, but they've been a much better rebounding team when compared to Yale here this season. And I think most importantly for this matchup, Santa Clara has been the much better team on the defensive end of the court. 
Santa Clara only giving up a 47.1 effective field goal percentage on the year, only allowing 33.7% from beyond the arc. Yale has kind of struggled on the defensive side of things here this season, giving up a 50.4 effective field goal percentage and allowing 35.4% from beyond the arc not to mention Yale just plays a much slower tempo style of basketball and that's certainly an area for Santa Clara in this game they need to look to lean on speed the game up run in transition get up and down the court and if the Santa Clara team can do that I think it could be very very tough for this Yale team to keep up with them and contend as this game gets into the later half um, you know at home in this game it's a Santa Clara team that I do really like and I think they come out victorious here and I think they cover here against Yale taking Santa Clara over Yale here in this one now, a little Pac-12 action here for this next one. USC taking on Oregon State for USC. Coming to this game as the 67th overall team in the Hot Power Ranking. Oregon State is the 75th overall team. On the offensive side of thing, USC gets the advantage in this game. 43rd overall, Oregon State the 138th overall team. But defensively, Oregon State has been fairly strong. 37th overall, um, while USC is the 113th overall team here coming into this one. And, you know, overall, USC has kind of, you know, had some disappointing performances here this season, you know, whether it be Auburn or Gonzaga or Oklahoma, whoever it was during non-conference play, um, you know, some games that I would have sort of expected this USC team to win and kind of just fell short. I mean, probably more notably, the Long Beach State and the UC Irvines of the world are the ones that you would have really liked to see USC come out victorious in if they're going to be a contender here in the Pac-12 here this season. Now, granted, they're still a great team on the offensive side of things. They shoot the ball well, a 52.1 effective field goal percentage on the year and hitting 34.6% from beyond the arc have been the better shooting team especially in comparison to oregon state who's only hitting a 47.4 effective field goal percentage and 29 percent from beyond the arc and obviously oregon state in their own right wasn't the greatest in non-conference play losses to nebraska baylor pitt um you know do have the win over app state in non-conference play that, that helps them out a bit but but nonetheless would have loved to have seen them maybe pull off a win in one of those other games um and you know haven't been the best shooting team but on the defensive side of things oregon state has played very well here this season especially when they've been at home in a lot of these games you know a 47.9 effective field goal percentage is all they're giving up overall and only allowing 31.3 percent from beyond the arc i mean comparatively to the usc shot defense on the season have been the better team usc allowing a 48.6 effective field goal percentage and 33.6 percent from beyond the arc and really the key for oregon state is to slow the game down um you know a lot let usc run in transition and push tempo in this game you know just got to play a much slower style of game um in order to find success here in this one and when oregon state has done that here this season we've seen them have success we've seen them win basketball games um and i think it's an oregon state team that could be more competitive and packed off play than they're really slated to right now obviously looking like one of the bottom teams in the conference at the moment but I think here against USC in this game at home, they're going to be competitive. I think they come out um, and look good. I'm taking Oregon State over USC here in this one. Now we finish the college basketball portion of the show out from the island. Cal State Fullerton takes on Hawaii for Cal State Fullerton. Coming to this game as the 270th overall team in the high Tibet power ranking. Hawaii is the 90th overall team. On the offensive side of things, Hawaii does get the edge here in this game, 129th overall, while Cal State Fullerton, the 272nd overall team. Hawaii also getting the edge defensively, 66th overall, while Fullerton, the 255th overall team 
here entering this one. And Hawaii is one of those teams that, you know, you never know exactly how they're going to look, um, you know, at the beginning of the season. And obviously the home stretch that they get to play and non-conference play certainly aids to some of the victories that they were able to get early on in the year. But despite all of that, Hawaii has really impressed me here this season. Their offense has shot the ball so tremendously well. It's kind of crazy. A 56.8 effective field goal percentage for them on the year. And they're hitting 39.3% from beyond the arc. Um, I mean, really, when we look over to Cal State Fullerton, just have not been on even the same level. Now, granted, Cal State Fullerton played a much tougher schedule, a lot more travel in their non-conference schedule. So you got to consider some of that when you're going into this one. Um, but Cal State Fullerton... Didn't shoot the ball particularly good. A 45.5 effective field goal percentage for them on the season and only hitting 26.6% from beyond the arc. Not to mention, they were not a great team on the defensive end of the court either, allowing a 50.8 effective field goal percentage and were decent from three, only giving up 32%, but Hawaii still edges them out even there, only giving up 31.5% from three and overall Hawaii only giving up a 47 effective field goal percentage. Not to mention, Hawaii has been very good in the turnover department and not a terrible rebound bounding team either here this season. I mean, overall, it is a Hawaii team that I've absolutely loved watching here this season. And it's going to be interesting exactly to see them play through Big West play and, and how competitive this Hawaii team can be this season because they have been such a strong team. But I think at home here in this game against Cal State Fullerton to open up Big West play, we see a very ready-to-go Hawaii team um, that looks very, very good in this matchup, taking them to get it done here against Cal State Fullerton. And that'll do it here for Saturday's show. And if you want to see more sports betting action for everything going on today, head over to hottipbest.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up on the website. We've got college football, NFL, NBA, NHL, college basketball, UFC, horse racing picks being posted every single day. So make sure you take a look at all of that. Also, follow the social links down below, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there. As well as if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future uploads. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you guys are betting on here for today's card. And thank you for watching today's show. I will see you guys tomorrow.